Happy Monday, Seattle hockey fans. Our team, the Seattle Kraken, that is, are on another five-game winning streak. We're going to break down the victories over Vegas and the Anaheim Ducks. Also, have you heard about Shane Wright and what he's doing in the AHL? Well, we got some more intel and perhaps the Shane Wright problem as far as him cracking the Seattle Kraken roster might be solved, question mark. Let's talk about it on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. As always, I want to thank you for making us a part of your daily routine. Are we your first listen? Are we your last listen? Are we somewhere in between? Either way, I, for one, am grateful. Of course, this is a podcast brought to you by the Locked on Podcast Network. And I'm excited to be here with you on a Monday. We have two games to talk about. We've got Shane Wright to talk about. And then, of course, we have another game coming up tomorrow in the Pacific Division. Okay, so let's get into it without further ado. Let's get you back to that amazing game against the Vegas Golden Knights. I was on the road. I'm still on the road for this one, so I didn't get to watch the whole thing. But I did see the first four goals. Uh, not the first four goals for the Seattle Kraken. Of course, we get the 4-2 victory. I saw the first four goals overall. And needless to say, I was on the flight just hoping to get some updates, um, good updates. And I did because the Seattle Kraken win this one uh, 4-2, as I just mentioned, over the Vegas Golden Knights. If you listened to the podcast on Friday, you know I wanted this one. Oh, I wanted this one bad. And we got it. Now, we also talked on Friday about who would start. Well, look at that heading. Grubauer helps crack and defeat Golden Knights in return. That's right. Philip Grubauer, 20 saves on the night, 22 shots faced. 20 saves on the night um, and just an amazing performance by Philip Grubauer in his return, um, you know, I had my reservations about uh, Philip Grubauer, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, I thought this was a great game. So I said it was uh, 22 shots faced. He had a 909 save percentage. Um, even strength was 19 of 20, one power play goal that belonged to um, that Vegas in their first goal. Phil Kessel got their second goal and those were within roughly two, three minutes of each other. So I was like, Oh boy, are we, are we on our cracking mess? But no, um, Philip Grubauer is able to get it done. You know, I love seeing this. My boy, Ronnie boy, scored the first goal. And it was interesting because on the Root Sports broadcast, they were just talking about how Ryan Donato scored the first ever Seattle Kraken goal against Las Vegas in Las Vegas. And then Ryan Donato gets them on the board. Okay, 
Big story, in my opinion, here is Philip Grubauer coming back. So let's take you to Philip Grubauer for a little, a little taste of what he said immediately after this win. Ready, Mark? Yep, good to go. Philip, uh, you had to feel good about settling down after those first period goals. What what was going through your mind going into the second period? Yeah, obviously uh, a little bit rusty there, uh, sitting out for, for a couple of weeks. I mean, that's a little bit expected. But um, guys have been playing unbelievable. They made it really easy for me tonight. And uh, once you once you make a couple saves, like everything is uh, kind of settling in a little bit. And uh, just amazing to watch from back there how everybody is con- contributing and doing the right thing and no selfish plays and just make the right plays for the team. Second period, Theodore's right, net front, about middle period. Remember that play? I mean, was is there a point where you made a save and thought, okay, I'm back or I'm, I'm feeling it here? Was that the glove save? Or yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, those those saves uh, help. It doesn't matter if it's a shot from the blue line or uh, kind of like a broken play off, off somebody. Um, Got to make the save, and obviously there's timely saves in the game, and I think that was maybe one of them, but um, yeah. It's always in the next stop after. I don't think you can, you can get really caught up in moments like that. Obviously, you can't get too high and can't get too low. So, so that was Philip Grubauer talking about not getting too high, not getting too low. Did feel that he was a little bit rusty. We saw a little bit of that maybe, um, but also you know it's the Vegas Golden Knights kind of a big deal uh in the pacific division in the league overall but we took them down so all those haters that don't like my bold prediction that the vegas golden knights will have to wait for their stanley cup because we're winning one first we are going to win the battle of the expansion teams i said it i don't know if it's going to be this year but we are winning our first Stanley Cup before Vegas wins theirs. Okay, so I want to take you also to some instant analysis, some post-game analysis. What I liked about this game, uh, this is the data-driven look by Allison Lucan. Quickly want to get you here because what I like is the offense five-on-five our, our offensive zone possession time. That's in, in its way kind of a a defensive stat, but puck in the ozone, you know, we're at 43% shot attempts, uh, 51, the shot attempts leader, Eberly. We talked about him on playback yesterday and I like what Eberly's doing for the Seattle crack. And we'll probably do a deeper dive a little later in the week, especially considering, uh, Factoring in, I guess, what what might happen against L.A. But uh, the entry denials, 69, nice, percent entry denials, uh, 77% zone exits. uh, And the leaders there are Larson. I am a little tough on Adam Larson. I um, wish he'd really move his feet a little bit more. He does do some solid things. But there are situations where I do think he gets a little bit caught. And when we are exposed in those situations, that's not my favorite. And we'll talk about that later on the show because we got another game to recap. Um, I mentioned that um, this was 20 of 22 or excuse me, 20 saves on 22 shots for Philip Grubauer, but not a quality start for either goaltender and not a steal. That's kind of hard to believe. Um, in some respects, but you got to trust the data. 
And um, so not a quality start here, uh, not a steal. I wonder if that just has to do with overall how Philip Grubauer, generally speaking, is ranked. I factor in, well, what we saw last season, the fact that he's coming back from an injury and other stuff. So might have to talk to Allison Lucan. Maybe I'll send her a message and get her analysis, a little bit of a deeper analysis on why this isn't a quality start um, for Philip Grubauer. Um, so I love that the Seattle Kraken get this win. This was a big win for the boys um, or the, the, the men. I'm sorry. I try to, I try not to use the boys because uh, I don't like it when people call women girl. Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Donato gets on the board. Burakovsky with two goals and Jordan Eberle got his sixth. Andre Burakovsky with his seventh goal. Alexiak back in the mix, feeling good. He gave us a little bit of a scare last night. We'll talk about that coming up on Locked on Kraken. But overall, this was a good game. It was a solid game. Uh, I like that we battled back. The Vegas Golden Knights, again, in that first period, they came right back. We scored two. They came right back. And it was like, oh, boy, is this Kraken crap again? No. No, it is not. It is not Kraken crap. We Are we over crap completely? No. It still lingers, and we'll talk about that coming up on Locked on Kraken with the Anaheim Ducks team. But if, you know, we all have that crap, right? We all have that stuff. You know, we're not going to be on 100% of the time. What has um, been amazing to see is that we're overcoming the Kraken crap. We have more resolve. We have more... uh, I don't want to say confident, not to use to, to assume confidence or lack thereof when I speak about athletes. We have more determination, resolve, uh, more skills, more patience, um, able to overcome the crack and crap. So we are going to talk more about crack and crap and then overcoming crap. We're going to talk about goaltending. And yes, is there a possibility that we will see Shane Wright? in Seattle because of what happened and transpired against Anaheim question mark. All that is coming up on locked on Kraken, but this episode of locked on Kraken is brought to you by simply safe. If you've thought about securing your home with a home security system, but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up right now. Locked on Kraken listeners can order the number one rated simply safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year and you won't want to miss it. Did you know that during the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? Well, that's why you want to get Simply Safe. They have an uh, 24-7 professional monitoring agents that use fast protect technology exclusive from Simply Safe that will capture critical evidence and verify a threat is real so that you will get priority police funds. And this professional 24-7 monitoring service costs less than a dollar a day and less than half of the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system the Locked On Network recommends. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simply.com. Backslash locked on NHL. 
There's no safe, simply safe. Okay, Seattle hockey fans, we have a lot and we're just going to keep it moving. We're keep it moving. We're going to keep it grooving because our Seattle Kraken team are once again on a five-game winning streak. I love this. Final buzzer. Crack out duel time. And this was a little bit of a wild and crazy ride. I am looking at this post game. It's coming from the one and only Bob Condor. So first, let's talk about this game. We were watching this game on playback. Thanks for everyone that did on playback. And there were technical difficulties. And not because of playback, but Anaheim had technical difficulties, so we got to hear the radio call on television. I know that's not supposed to happen, but I don't know. Am I alone? I thought it was kind of cool. I haven't listened into Everett and Dave in a really long time, so I enjoyed that. What I also enjoyed was the early uh, start battle. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was fantastic. I was very excited. Whoops, sorry. I was uh, scrolling over here. I was very excited about our early start. Seattle Kraken jumped out to what a three-goal lead. Um, yeah, it was one. We had a three-one lead. Spoiler alert: This game ends up tied at four goals aside. The third period. Um, didn't like it. Uh, so, or was it the second period? The second period gave me fits. See, now I gotta, let me pull up the box score because I'm forgetting what I actually saw. I was a little, uh, if you were with me on playback, I was, talk about cracking crap. I was trying to stay positive. I was trying to stay positive because I didn't like it. I didn't, um, you know, this game made me nervous. This game made me a little bit upset. We had a bad penalty, um, an untimely penalty by Carson Soucy. So I'm getting flashbacks. I'm not liking it. But then, you know, we settled in. Martin Jones got the start in this game. That's worth noting. So we did see Philip Grubauer, not a quality start. He didn't steal the game per the analysis that Allison gave over. Over Vegas, but we see Martin Jones back in net. No other changes. Dave Haxel did not really get into too many details. Um, I thought it was interesting. I think it was before this game in Anaheim where Dave Haxel is asked about the team and he said something akin to, you know, what, oh, he was asked, you know, lost to this team early on. What is different? Uh, and he said something that I thought was borderline ridiculous. He said that he didn't think that much has changed with this team. Am I the only? Am I the only one? I thought that was a little, like I said, borderline ridiculous. I think a lot has changed with this team. So I thought that was a weird response. But Justin Schultz was also asked pregame about that. I thought his response. was was a little bit more on par. And then this kind of plays out. Okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself here. Let's hear what Justin Schultz said when asked about playing this Anaheim team that they lost to in the first game of the season. Justin, I saw this team in your first game of the season. How have you seen your team grow since that first game against the Ducks? Yeah, quite a bit. It's a long time ago. Um, 
we're playing well right now, obviously, so just continue to do the right things and play hard. And it's not going to be an easy game. There's no easy games in this league. Uh, so we got to have a good start and um, come out of here with two points. It's almost as if Schultz knew. It's almost as if Schultz knew. He said, there's no easy games. He said, listen, we're a completely different team. And they did get out to an early start. Jared McCann, 33 seconds into the game, gets his goal of the season, puts the Seattle Kraken up, assisted by Eberle and Beneers. Then Alex Wenberg. Now this, this was like the coolest of goals. Dwenberg was there we go. I'm just gonna shoot that. The the ease, the effortless play early on in this game. I was so excited. I was so proud. Oh, I was so proud of our boys. They looked I'm sorry, of our of our guys. I was so proud of our guys. They looked good. They looked confident. They looked calm. They looked like, yeah, we we do this. We play hockey. We are we win. We win. That's what they looked like. Troy Terry, Kraken Killer. They brought that up on the Root Sports broadcast. And I was like, dang it, I forgot about that. And then I remembered Troy Terry scores the first goal for Anaheim at the 14-16 mark in the first period. But you know what? Vince Dunn gets it back. Now, Bjorkstrand and Gord get assists on this. But if you were listening to us on playback, Brandon Tanev, he got in position here in a beautiful, a fantastic way to, sh- to really put essentially like screen um, more like a block, a basketball style block so that he created a seam for Vince Dunn to shoot in Piper Shaw. We did get Piper Shaw interviews, which I loved um, because again, the, the broadcast was all jacked up for whatever reason. Vince Dunn was asked about that goal. He's like, honestly, I don't, I don't know how that, I don't know how that went in. We know we talked about it on playback. That was Brandon Tanev hustle play. Love to see it. So after the first period, I'm feeling good, feeling good about our guys. All right. Then the second period comes along and Derek Grant gets a goal three, two. Okay. We, we just heard from Schultz. Not going to be easy. 3-2. 3-2. Okay, no problem. Then my boy, Maddie Beneers. I- I'm sorry. My guy, Maddie Beneers, comes in. Assist from Sprung and Schultz. Schultz, that's assist on the season. We're up. 4-2. 9-30 mark. And then... And, and then... And then things get a little bit dicey. Power play goal. Two power play goals. Oh, Matty Beneers, his goal is a power play goal. So I love that as well. Uh, that was our first power play goal. Um, and our only... Uh, anyway, we'll get to that. Um, then two power play goals. 16-34 and 17-55. Cracking crap, baby. And yes, one of those penalties was on... Uh, Carson Susie. It was Will Borgen for tripping, and then Carson Susie back to back. Didn't like that. Started freaking out. You were with me on playback. Thank you for. I was trying really hard to keep it together. I was trying really hard to be positive, but I was. I was not happy. I was not happy about this. It was Avish and Enrique. Uh, but then Daniel Sprong comes to the rescue. Yes, uh, Maddie Benier scored our only power play goal. Daniel Sprong. 
scores at the 341 mark, and that's all she wrote. We were able to hold on our fifth straight win. There was some crack and crap. We overcame the crack and crap. What I like even better, um, uh, arguably, I liked our start. I did not feel that we had good starts. We could not get good starts. We have been getting good starts. So I liked that. Uh, so again, Kraken out duel Anaheim. Uh, a lot of conversation about Daniel Sprung and Bob Condor's piece. I talked a lot about Daniel Sprung. An amazing story. Uh, his goal and 11th point in 14 games is the game-winning goal for us. Thank you, Daniel Sprung. So coming up next, I said we were going to talk about Shane Wright. We're going to talk about Shane Wright in Coachella Valley, and we're also going to talk about Shane Wright in relation to this game. We had some players go down. One came back, one didn't. And could this be an opportunity for Shane Wright, especially given how he's been playing in Coachella, to come to the Kraken and show us what he's made of. Let's talk about that coming up next on Locked on Kraken. This episode, though, of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, esports. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which we know you do, you can find those on Bet Online as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website, use your laptop, your mobile device, whatever you got. Bet Online, where game starts. You are listening, of course, to Locked On Kraken, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. After you listen to us, Make sure you check out Locked On Sports today. It has everything that you need, from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts like only we here at the Locked On Network can do. Locked On Sports today is available on the Odyssey app, wherever you're listening or watching right now. So go check it out. And also make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. We have some fun there. I love the comments. That's how I learned that there were some Vegas Golden Knight podcast crap talking because I said my bold prediction, bring it, bring it, bring it. You know, we play Vegas end of the season and I am very excited. I am jacked up for those games because they're going to be good. They're going to be good. I might have to. Might have to see what I, what the schedule is looking like. If I can make it work, if I can swing both of those games, oh, that's going to be so much fun because I really do hope I get to spit my game, talk my crap. Ugh, that was the that was the song I was listening to. It's a biggie song. I'll link it if you want in the show notes. But uh, spit your game anyway. Uh, yeah, I was talking about crap. I was talking about mess, and I like talking about mess. So let's keep let's keep this going. Let's keep this going. All right. In this game, 5-4 win over the Anaheim Ducks. We saw Jamie Alexiak take what looked like kind of knee-to-knee-ish contact, uh, and he was slow to get up, had to go down the tunnel. He did return to the game. Unfortunately, we also saw that um, 
Morgan Geeky made contact. He was kind of looking away from the play and skated into Adam Larson. So friendly fire. And he dropped right away, uh, contact to the head, blindsided, and he did not return. He went down to the tunnel. He did not return. Dave Haxtell at the end of the game did not have an update. You know, we talked in playback. You don't want to speculate. Um, but he looked rattled. No idea what the extent of the injury is. But it is a head injury. So um, we have to be careful with those. Whether it's because of evaluation or something that is lingering because of that hit. If Morgan Geeky is out of the lineup, does that give room for Shane Wright? Who in two games now... Did they play yesterday in two games has three goals for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And we had JD Hernandez. I was kind of bickering with him a little bit because everyone is like, Shane Wright needs more time. He needs this. He needs that. I'm like, I'm so tired of this conversation. I know if you listen to locked on Kraken, you already know this. So I apologize that I have to keep talking about it, but Shane Wright keeps being national news, national news. I, I'm tired of talking about his development plan. I've been saying, where, who do we take out? Morgan Geeky has been having a great season. Sprong got us the game-winning goal after being a PTO. The disrespect. And he's come back. Are you going to put him out of position? I think, and I've said this before, though it hurts my little heart. If you're going to replace someone, I think it's probably Donato. But then are you going to put Geeky out of position? Are you going to put Shane Wright out of position? We need Geeky uh, for, for face-off. I guess technically he could still take you know. Anyway, the point is, who are you going to put out of position? Shane Wright or Morgan Geeky? Is that fair to Geeky just to get Shane Wright a taste so we can maybe kind of sort of figure out if he's ready for the NHL? What he's doing in the AHL is fantastic. I love to see it. And that's what he needs for his development, for his confidence. We've talked about this. He's talked about it. Listen to what he's saying. He needed that confidence boost. We didn't have time to give that to him early in this season. And that's okay. Stop forcing the issue, people. All right. Got my little rant out. Now that being said, whether it's a game or several games, if Morgan Geeky is out, does this leave room to bring up Shane Wright? We know he's on a conditional loan. That's going to come to an end soon. I'm pretty sure he doesn't make it. Well, again, it's 14 days or five games. Like, uh, I guess whichever comes first. So he's not making it to December 18th, the home opener for Coachella Valley, unless that conditional loan gets extended. We've talked about this. The math ain't math in there. So he's going to have to, we're going to have to reevaluate things. But if Geeky is out, is he the player that we bring up? The fourth line for us has been important. The fourth line has been critically important. So then do you then put him somewhere else? Which they did, actually. Last time Shane Wright was in the lineup, he was not on the fourth line. He was not centering the fourth line, which I kind of liked. Except I don't like that because um, was he with Tanev and Gord? I guess so. I think he was with Tanev and Gord. Those two guys, you know that they were critical for our our first 
ever five-game win streak, our first five-game win streak of this season, hoping we can build on it. So I, I think if you're going to disrupt air quotes, someone, those guys, you can disrupt them and it'll be okay. But the chemistry on the other lines, I don't want to mess with it. I don't want to mess with it. Also, we have to factor in that Bjorkstrand has changed lines. So I don't know. This is a question I'm literally asking out loud. I'm asking myself out loud. I'm asking you out loud. What do we think here? I think there's a piece of me that thinks it it is going to be Shane Wright. And that that's okay. What did he learn? I've wanted to see him put to the test. There's things that we still don't know about Shane Wright. And I'm tired of talking about all the hypotheticals and the hype and the hypotheticals. I want to see what he's going to do. I thought this was a good challenge for him. He's, he's done what he needed to do for the most part in the AHL defensive game, two-way game, not there yet. We talked to JD about that. You'll probably hear me. If you listen to locked on uh, ducks, you'll probably hear me and JD talking about that. This could be the opportunity that Shane Wright and the Seattle Kraken are waiting for. I hate, to say that it it could be because of a Morgan geeky injury, but that's hockey. That's, you know, that's hockey, baby. So we got a lot to figure out folks. It's, um, you know, quote unquote, good problems to have. So the Seattle Kraken, it will be in action again. I wanted to see them get 12 points in November. They have their next opportunity to win three outright against the LA Kings tomorrow. And we'll be watching it on playback. Hope you'll join me. That's our show, folks. Remember, you can check out Locked On Today for your news across sports. You know how to be kind to yourself and to each other. I'm going to be kind to myself. I don't fly out till later. So I'm going to go enjoy some fun in the sun, get some ocean healing. I hope you find a moment for yourself. Be kind to yourself and to each other. Hold fast. Stay true. Tomorrow's a game day episode. Let's go crack in. I'll see you tomorrow.